Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 309. Clueless. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eric. How's it going? It's going pretty well. All right. Good to hear. <laughs> how, how are you? Uh, I'm all right. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always in a good mood whenever I see Dan Hedaya in anything. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, he is he is the, uh, the secret weapon of this movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be completely honest with you right off the bat here. Okay. I don't know what I think about this movie. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, cause part of me really kinda hated it. Okay. Uh, but also I laughed. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, what did you hate about it? Uh, the characters. Okay. Um, I, 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 so I don't know if it's secretly like this genius thing that's happening in front of me as it's happening, but like I hated the performances. Okay. But I don't know if that's like an actual performance or just bad acting. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Alright. Particularly for most of the female leads. Okay. With the exception of Brittany Murphy. Okay. Who I felt was giving, like, the only genuine, like, performances in the movie. Well, she's not from there. Right? She's from the East Coast. The, 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 I guess this is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, so I, uh, I have, I have been watching this movie, uh, for a long time. Uh, it's time to stop. I, God, there are other movies, man. I, you know what? There are, but they're not this. No, I, I it used to be on TV a lot when I was younger. And uh, at that point, I didn't know what satire was. Okay. So I just took everything that the characters were doing at face value. And was like, oh, these... I hate them all. These people are fucking terrible. I didn't realize that was the point. Okay. So like, I don't know if that I mean I'm sure you you picked up on the the satire I'm sure. Yeah, but I mean beyond that. <sighs> like I get that it's satire, but like they were still so terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh and again, you know, I did it all comes down to the performances for me, especially Alicia Silverstone. You know, is maybe it's because I've not seen much of her in anything else other than like Batman and Robin, sure, which is dicey at best, right? <laughs> as much as I will defend that movie, yeah. Uh, so I know I've seen her in a few other things, but but. Never, I guess, in, like, this big of a role. Okay. Uh, so I'm not quite sure what she's doing. Is she doing something so deftly ingenious? <laughs> I'm trying to think of other stuff that I've seen her in other than Batman and Robin. Sure. I'm, I'm going to do a quick look. That's fine. Uh, I know there was a movie that I saw that she was in recently, in a couple of years, uh, where she played sort of a dramatic, tragic character uh, okay. that, that uh, she had a very, very small part in. But, uh, like, she was fine. You know, like, she, she plays a mom that dies, you know. Okay. Uh, setting off 
events that would go on. It's a horror movie. Oh, is it uh, The Lodge? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I just hadn't seen that one. I assumed. Yes. Like, that That looked like the kind of thing that you would watch. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it looks like she was also in an episode of Bajillion Dollar Properties. Uh, I don't remember that. Okay. Uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oof. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I hate that movie so much. <laughs> Space Dogs Adventure to the Moon. Oh, yeah. She's, she's been around. She's, yeah, she's, she's. Oh, yeah, she was in Ass Backwards. That's what it was. The June Diane yeah, Raphael yeah. and Casey Wilson. Yeah. 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 She's sort of just been, been kicking around. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, she's adorable to look at. So, yeah. you know, you know as, as base as I want to get there, but, yeah. <laughs> You're um, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's hard not to notice in this movie that she is gorgeous, right? <laughs> uh, not even particularly my type. Yeah, uh, but yet there she is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so so yeah, it's just I I is she doing something, <laughs> or is she bad? <laughs> It it is hard to say without further evidence, right? Um, and it doesn't seem like, uh, based on other things that she has been in, she's given like super good material to work with. Yeah, see Batman and Robin. Right. Like Barbara Wilson doesn't get a lot of memorable scenes. <laughs> Maybe the motorcycle <laughs> racing. Uh, I think her breaking into the Batcave and having a conversation with a computer. Oh right. Uh... <laughs> Pretending to be Alfred. That's true. Is is uh, quite memorable. <laughs> yeah, that's why I completely forgot about it. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, maybe maybe she hasn't been given uh, you know big fleshed out flashy roles because maybe other people are watching this movie and thinking you know well, she's not that great. Yeah, you know, but maybe she secretly is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, we need to watch Ass Backwards <laughs> again. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't mind watching that again. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember very little about that one as well. Um, but also, you know, like Stacy Dash. I've The only other thing I know about her is uh, problematic uh-huh. uh, politics. Yeah. Uh, so I've never seen her in anything else. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure this is the only notable thing she's been in and in the TV series spinoff. Right. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah, I, I did not care for her either. Uh, then, again, very attractive. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she for sure is doing something. It feels like. Her, her and uh, Donald Faison. Donald Faison definitely is. And yeah. I've seen him in enough stuff that I can, you know, definitely differentiate between his character and, and what he does. Right. Yeah. Uh, He's keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although, I, in my head, like, he's just always going to be Turk from Scrubs. Yeah. So, absolutely. <laughs> And then, uh, I think, like, the MVP of this movie is, is you know, definitely Brittany Murphy, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's fantastic. Uh, and, and it reminded me a lot of uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Okay, yeah. I, I think I think that's the movie? Yeah. She's in that? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, plays very similar characters, I, I believe. Yeah. Uh, during the weird... Brittany Murphy is kind of dumpy phase. Yeah. <laughs> but also, no, she's not. Right? <laughs> uh, which, I mean, it's kind of a shame. I, I never really, you know, saw many other movies with her in it, but she, she seemed to have... She seemed to almost have turned into Cher from Clueless as yeah. a real person. Okay. <laughs> and, and just, like, a lot of her roles after those couple movies seemed to be just that. Yeah, she did a lot of, like, rom-com-y stuff. Yeah. Like, 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 dyed her hair blonde. And yeah. Really, like, that's what she was famous stuff for. Stuff with, like, Ashton Kutcher. And, yeah. 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 
But also that, was it Along Came a Spider? Is that the one that she, or Don't Say a Word? Maybe she was in some, like, Morgan Freeman thriller <laughs> in the late 90s when they were pumping those out. I, I do not know. Yeah. Huh. All so, right. Yeah. But that that would have been before she uh, yeah yeah she did her uh, her starlet turn I guess right <clears throat> uh, gone too soon possibly yes. I think so yeah I, w- I would say well so. yeah I'll, I'll, I won't be cruel about that thank you that's <laughs> definitely gone too soon yeah uh, we can be cruel about some things on this podcast but let's not be cruel about that no no um, but yeah I, I'm still sort of stumped about. <laughs> <laughs> There are definitely things that I liked for sure. Yeah, uh, and like I said, I I laughed. Um, I was glad when you laughed. <laughs> I was concerned, admittedly. <laughs> I, I I I was uh, I was concerned when I picked it. I really wasn't sure how you were going to take it. I have a lot of n- nostalgia for this movie. Right. Um. Like I said, I've been watching it for years. Um. I I know. I know a lot of the beats of it really well, but not, like, the specific details. Right. So watching it now, like, it's been a while since I've seen it. So it was kind of like watching it again for the first time. And there's there's more stuff in it that made me laugh than I remembered. So that was a pleasant surprise. You, you did seem genuinely surprised by certain things. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is always nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like... It's this movie came out in what ninety six? Uh ninety six, ninety seven, or no, ninety seven was Batman and Robin, so yeah, ninety six. Yeah, okay. One. Uh so I mean you know, that was the year I graduated from high school, so you know Prime Eric goes to the movies all the time because he worked at a movie theater. Right. Uh just avoided this one entirely. <laughs> just uh looked like something I would not be into. Yeah. Uh Is it cause it because of all the pink? Did it look like a girl movie? I mean, a little bit. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, but, you know, just it, it felt like it was it was a dumb teen romantic comedy thing that that I guess I just assumed was going to be like 100% sincere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was, well, I'm not into that. Yeah. <laughs> sincerity. Right. Well, yeah. I, you know, I like sincerity, but uh, just, you know, certain things I don't... <laughs> I, you know, yeah, you I know get what it. I mean. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Not, not things that are not for you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This felt like a movie not for me. Sure. Uh, and have pretty much gone through my entire adult life firmly believing that. Uh, even though I'm, I'm sure... Uh, the TV show came shortly after this, uh, and I know that I have, like, stumbled upon an episode or two at, like, you know, six in the morning on, like, a Sunday. Sure. When it was on in syndication. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think A, was flabbergasted that they made a TV show. Yeah. Uh, and B, that, uh, a lot of the cast returned for it. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you know more about this than I do. I don't think I've ever seen any episodes of the TV show. Uh, so clearly, Alicia Silverstone and Paul Rudd are not in the uh, in the show, right? Uh, but like, Stacy Dash was uh, Donald Faison, uh, the actress that played Amber. Okay. Uh, and the two teachers, uh, Ms. Geist and uh, uh, and Wallace Shawn. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dan Hedayat did not. Okay. A little weird. He's not above TV. <laughs> He, was, he, he, was, didn't, he didn't he, want to be tied down. He he was Nick Tortelli, for Christ's sake. <laughs> That's from Cheers, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and the spinoff, The Tortellis. What? Oh, yeah. I didn't know there, that there was a Tortelli spinoff. There was. Oh, wow. Okay. With, with uh, him and Gene Kasem reprising their roles. Amazing. They moved out to Las Vegas. He opened a TV repair shop. All right. Interesting. Are there any other forgotten Cheers spinoffs that I'm not aware of? <laughs> is it just that and Frasier? Uh, yeah, I think those are the only two forgotten Cheers spinoffs. Yeah, yeah. No, I always forget about <laughs> Frasier. Dr. Frasier boss. <laughs> uh, 
that uh, comedy bang bang reference from 13 years ago. <laughs> Did you hear Kelsey Grammer's appearance on uh, Comedy Bang Bang not too long ago? That was pretty great. <laughs> yep. <sighs> I do. I do. I feel like I read that Paul Rudd is in an episode of the oh, the show, all right. not as Josh. Alrighty. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. But okay. Sure. Go for it. Yeah. He's he's Paul Rudd. He, he can, is. He can do anything. He can do what he likes. <laughs> I know that people say that Paul Rudd doesn't age. Right. Uh he looks real young in this in this movie. He is a little baby Paul Rudd in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. I mean Yeah. He has aged well. Yes. Uh considering this movie is twenty five plus years oh, old at this point. Fuck me. <laughs> Oh, God. And, and he is now in his 50s? Yeah. 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 And looks amazingly well. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, see, he has aged. Because <laughs> uh, he is just a smooth little baby boy. In this. Yeah, he is. Just a pretty, pretty man. He's so pretty. Uh, so, I'm going to bring up my lady friend here. Okay. Because uh, I told her that I is felt... Is she here? She is not. <laughs> okay. Uh... She she is uh, much like me, crippled. Right. Uh, not really. Not offensive. Uh, nope. Uh, I'm a little bit. A little. Not 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 offensive, but yeah. a little crippled. A little crippled. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully temporarily yes. for both of us. That's I, I think I'm. That's what I'm still operating under. Yes. Anyway, continue. Anywho, uh, so I told her that we were watching this movie and said that this was. Pretty much a movie that I would have expected her to have forced me to watch at some point. Right. Uh, which, of course, she, you know, pretty much confirmed. Uh, <laughs> but also, she has uh, kind of forced me to watch episodes of Friends here and there. Sure. And, and Paul Rudd shows up on that show frequently. Yeah. Uh, especially towards the end. And, yeah. Uh, even on that show, he looks a little older. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Uh, which... I, it's, Pretty much the same time period. It was it was maybe six or seven years later okay, for yeah, Friends. Right, yeah, because yeah. he's he's only in maybe the last two seasons. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, uh, that show ran for a long time. It really did. <laughs> uh, I watched most of it while I was in the hospital. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, it airs all the time. It does. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like like I just always felt like like this is just not a movie for me, and 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 watching it, finally having seen it, uh, like I, I can definitely see that that there are aspects of it that are directly aimed at me. Yeah, uh, you know, in addition to the fact that you know I had a crush on pretty much every female character in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> and some of the males. Sure. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to deny Jeremy Sisto either. Absolutely not. Dan Hedaya? Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and you want to talk about little baby men, Jeremy Sisto in this. Is, he is unrecognizable. Right? <laughs> like, I think it was like his third scene when I realized who it was exactly. <laughs> Just playing the scuzziest of bastards in this movie. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I also, I think Breckin Meyer's great in this movie, too. He is. Uh, underrated. Yeah. Uh, like, I've definitely seen stuff with him that is not great. Uh, I think he's, I think he's in definitely one of the worst Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Okay. <laughs> Playing pretty much the exact same character. Nice. Uh, alright. Yeah. Uh, is he related to Seth Myers? Uh, no, the, cause Seth Myers, Brecken Meyer. Okay. They have different last names. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is it Seth Meyer? No, okay. it's Seth Myers. <laughs> Seth Meyer does have a brother though, who does. I believe things. so. Yeah. yeah, who was in like that '70s show for the last season or something? Oh, was he? I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do think he has a brother that does right. stuff. All right, but yeah, it's not Breckenmeyer. Not Breckenmeyer. Yeah. All right. Glad we cleared that up. Yep. I mean, listener, if you have any information on the whereabouts of Seth Meyers' brother, please, <laughs> please call in. <laughs> Call in and let us know. I mean, we could just check IMDb, but no. uh, you know, your phone's in your pocket. I know, I put it away. I'm done with it. Over by my monitor, so. Yeah. 
mean, they do kind of look alike a little bit. I can sort of see it. I can sort of see it. All right. Sure. (laughs) Don't. No, it's not a stupid thing. Okay. Not at all. All right. right. I can see the resemblance. I see how you got there. All righty. Beyond the name similarity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's good in this movie. Uh, you know, I felt, I felt bad for him at times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, Ty is just trying to, you know, flirt with him and, and, and they, they have a good, good connection and Cher is just putting herself like, nope, come over here. Yep. Yeah. This, this movie is, uh, so it's loosely based on Emma by Jane Austen. Okay. Um, and it's basically just about, a woman who is a meddler who meddles in other people's lives. Alrighty. So, so yeah, shares a meddler. All right. That's really all it is. <clears throat> I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I never read or seen any adaptation of Emma as is. So I saw um, they did one. I think two years ago, it was, it was during the pandemic, or maybe like right before the pandemic started, that everything shut down. With uh, Anya Taylor Joy, okay, um, and that one was okay. Yeah, yeah. I know there's one I believe with Gwyneth Paltrow from the late '90s. Okay, I I do recall. I recall seeing ads for the one with Anya Taylor Joy because I think, like, I saw Bill Nighy in like the yeah uh, in, in somewhere in there, and I don't know why I just get excited whenever I see that guy. Yeah, he, he, much like a Dan Hedaya. <laughs> Have you watched Love Actually yet this season? Nope. No. <laughs> Never seen. He's in that one, too. Okay. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my next pick. Nope. Aw. No, thank you. <laughs> this is now a rom-com podcast. <laughs> I pick rom-coms, you pick horror movies. You know what? I'm kind of okay with that format. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is Love and Horror with Eric and Joe. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's put that in our back pocket. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, oh boy, what what else? <laughs> what, what's going on in the news? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I, I remembered, um, for some reason, I remembered the Cher's uh, realization that she loves Josh being, like, the climax of the movie, uh-huh. like, the end. Uh, so I was very surprised when there was a lot more movie after that happens. <laughs> like, it's really just the end of the second act, basically. Right. Uh, I mean, you know, there's... You say a lot more movie. Uh, the movie's only 97 minutes. It's true, yeah. There's like 15 minutes more movie, yeah, maybe. So, so you know, uh, thankfully, uh, this movie is blissfully short. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, again, still not exactly knowing how I stand on this movie. <laughs> like, I didn't hate any of it. Yeah. Uh, just, just, like, the characters, but, you know, you're supposed to hate them, kind of. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh Yeah, I don't oh boy, I don't know. Uh you know, and then I felt like you know, like having not seen this movie, like I just sort of knew that you know, Cher and Paul Rudd were going to, you know, wind up together. Sure. Uh, but also, is this the, uh, origin point for step porn? Yeah, this is basically, I think, uh, the first video that was uploaded to Pornhub, uh, is, is clueless. <laughs> Cause that was kind of icky. It's weird. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Jane Austen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> But they're, I mean, they're not related. No, no, not at all. But, yeah. You know. But it's still yep. weird. <laughs> but they have, they have amazing chemistry together. They, re- they really do. They're, uh, I thought their scenes together uh, before she realizes that she's in love with him were just really charming. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, it's Paul Rudd. It's, it is it's Paul Rudd. It's hard not to be charmed by him. That's true. Uh, you know, he, he lights up the screen. Yeah. <laughs> he does. 
yeah, he's he's definitely. I think the the. I mean, yeah. Like I feel like I I keep taking away from Alicia Silverstone by by praising you know Paul Rudd and Brittany Murphy in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but I mean they're generally great. Uh, and and I I definitely felt more alert when either of them were were on screen. Yeah. Uh, and and just annoyed as fuck <laughs> whenever it was just share, especially with voiceover. Yeah. Uh, which you know, I, I I mean there are definitely exceptions to the rule, but you know. I've always felt that voiceover in movies is just a bad choice. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, at least it felt like it was supposed to be there rather than just sort of added on later. Right. It's not, not a Blade Runner it's situation. It's not a Blade Runner, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm imagining this movie with Harrison Ford lazily doing the voiceover. <laughs> Look at my mom. She's a total Betty. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Is it time to talk about the language of the movie? A little bit. Okay. Um, so, I have... There there have been a couple movies that I've tried watching in the last year or so that I made like ten minutes in and it was just like, nope, I'm out. All right. Uh, one of them was the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> the and the other one was uh, Jennifer's Body. Okay. With uh, Megan Fox. Yeah. And, um, I mean, oddly, both horror comedies, but like, just <clears throat> the faux teen slang presented in both and in this. <laughs> Like, honestly, if I had just been watching this by myself, would have turned it off after about <laughs> ten minutes. Alright. Uh, just, just... Oh my god, I, just... Irritating. <laughs> Where is Jennifer's body set? I've never seen that one. Uh, I don't know. Because Buffy is definitely California. Yeah. Yeah, early 90s California. Yeah, uh, so I don't know if that's just... Like if I don't know how much of the the slang stuff is real and how much of it is is nonsense satirical stuff, right? In this movie, anyway, because uh, because I mean, it's not like like with Jennifer's body. I feel like they just made up words, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whereas, like with this one, I was like, okay, I, like I know all these words, I have heard all these terms, not by like. You know, actual human beings. Sure. <laughs> okay. But like, and just uh, this is how cool kids talk. <laughs> you know, and and maybe that's just part of the satire that just kind of went over my head, or or just I don't. Maybe I did get it, but it was just so fucking nerve scratching <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're almost comes a point where I don't notice it anymore <laughs> when we're watching this. Alright. It's like reading subtitles or watching a movie in a foreign language or yeah. with people with accents. <laughs> yeah. I did I noticed it a lot from Christian more than I noticed it from anybody else. Yeah. Uh he's he's I mean, definitely putting on affectations anyway. Yeah, definitely. Uh Maybe I noticed his because it stood out from everyone else's, because it's that sort of, like, retro... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, his whole his whole character, the way he looks and acts and dresses, is, is apart from everyone else. Yeah. Uh, but also clearly gay. Oh, yeah. From, from like... From the jump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's no question. Yeah. I don't know what stems are. Nope. When he says nice oh. stems to her. Legs. Is that legs? Okay. Yeah. Alright. Whatever. Gams. Yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. 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 Uh, but like, yeah, no, totally. Speaking of things I don't know about. Yeah. Uh, what's a cake boy? 
Uh, I, I believe uh, cake boy is uh, 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 just an old term for uh, for homosexual. All right, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like I mean, a cake eater. Like, like I, I, I mean, I got that from context, yeah. but uh, not a phrase I had ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, no, it's a, I don't know the origin of it. Okay, uh, but I know I've heard it before. Alrighty, um, not in conversation, just in other in other contexts. Sure. <laughs> yeah, like cake cake eater. I think is is what it is All right. it comes from, but again, I don't know where that. I mean, I, I like cake. Yeah, who doesn't like cake? <laughs> right, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait, I know who doesn't. Paul who? F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins doesn't like cake. Isn't that his uh, his whole bit? Uh, cake versus pie. Maybe I don't remember. No, I think he prefers cake over pie. Is, is it because he doesn't like hot fruit? Yeah, you know what it is? yeah, something like that. Okay, and also there's frosting on cake. Right. Yeah. Okay. You, you put frosting on pie, then maybe you got something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, <laughs> our personal friend, Paul. Parasocial relationships. Oh, podcasts are fucking weird. Yep. Right? Yep. <laughs> yes, they are. Like, I spent the day with my friends uh, Scott, Paul, and Lauren today. So did I. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yesterday I spent my day with uh, Dave and Gary. Nice. <laughs> Which one's that one? Uh, the dollop. Oh, okay. There you go. Dave. It's Dave, Gareth. Anthony, and Gareth. I yeah. got Oh, man. Well, yeah. I love this movie. <laughs> I, I understand your conflict. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I, I guess I'm just sort of in the middle with it, I guess. That's I, fair. Like, just, it's... Maybe if I had seen it when I was younger. Yeah. And, you know been surprised then by the the sort of satirical turn of it uh you know maybe then i would probably appreciate it more yeah uh i don't know because because also i was looking at like amy heckerling like some of her other movies uh and i thought she was the woman that had directed like the uh uh, fuck, what are the the documentaries about, like, punk rock and metal uh, from, like, the 80s? Oh, did she? I don't know. Uh, I, but I, I think I'm wrong. I think maybe that was Penelope Spears. Uh, women are all the same. Wow. <laughs> the views expressed by Eric Schomborn do not necessarily reflect the reviews of Joker and Walt. Thank you very much. Yeah, I know she, did she write, I don't know if she directed it, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Uh, yeah, she directed that, because uh, Cameron Crowe wrote Oh, it. that's right, yeah. okay. Uh, and then for some reason I thought she had something to do with Heathers, uh, but she may not have. I, I, I don't be... believe so, yeah. Uh, but definitely Fast Times, and, like, it's been a minute since I've seen that movie, but, uh, like, I definitely got Fast Times vibes uh, especially like during like one of the first classroom scenes, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> you know, and, and you know the Breckenmeyer character is, is clearly a, a Spicoli, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, I felt, and, and maybe it's just because Cameron Crowe wrote that one. I don't know. I felt like that one was a bit sharper. Okay, you know, uh, as far as things go, also maybe a little more substantive like plot wise okay like like i i feel like the plot of this movie is barely existent yeah it's really just it's a series of vignettes yeah. sort of about her taking on different projects and and sort of just flitting about cuz cuz like the imdb uh synopsis is that you know uh Cher gets a bad grade and so she then tries to set up her you know, teachers, uh, like, you know, in a, in a love match. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be... The whole plot? The movie. Yeah. That's uh, like 15 minutes of the movie. Barely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just sort of her... Futzing with people's lives. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, 
it's like I, I can't not to recommend it. Sure. Uh, you know, yeah, your mileage may vary. Yeah, I think that's a perfectly fair assessment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much of my love of it is nostalgia, right? Uh, since I have been, it's been in my life for a long time, right? Um, I think part of it is. Like, when I realized that it was a satire, <laughs> like, when I realized it wasn't serious, and these characters are cartoons, right? like, that gave me a deeper appreciation for it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I will say, um, it's, uh, it's not aged well. No, there are definitely some things uh, that, that have not aged well, and it's a very 90s movie. That's, that's mostly what I was leaning to, like, there's one or two things... You know, they were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but for the most part, it was just, yes, this is, is very, very 90s. Uh, which, I mean, I, I would say that I, I came of age, like, right around the time that this movie came out. So, like, it should speak to me on, on some sort of level, like, with that. But, but it does not. Yeah. Uh, it just makes me feel ashamed. Aww. <laughs> To have been, you know, 18 years old in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing that made me think most about the age of the movie is uh, after they get their report cards and Cher and Dee are talking on their cell phones. Yeah. And, and like, now that feels totally normal. Right. But I think at the time that was supposed to be, like, this weird... Like, why do they look? Well, because I was even looking at her phone, and it looks like you know, a relatively normal phone. It's not like a Zach Morris nope. cell phone or anything. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's weird, just like how that just little element of it has changed right. in twenty five years. Uh, yeah, like the the scene where uh, she and her dad and Paul Rudd are all having dinner, and like the phone goes off, and all three of them answer. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I feel like that. In the theater in 1996, that must have gone over hilarious. That would have killed. <laughs> Look at all these assholes with their phones. <laughs> what are you doing with a cellular phone? <laughs> it's like watching Scream. Like, well, why do you have a cellular phone? <laughs> oh, boy. And, uh... And then also, uh, you know, an appearance by uh, Ren and Stimpy. Yes. Uh, by famed uh, child groomer John Krikfalewski. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, our uh, an appearance by the Mighty Mighty Boston. Right. Uh, with the uh, lead vocalist, uh, anti-vaxxer Dickie Barrett. <laughs> Why does he grimace so much? Uh, I don't know. Because he's ska core. Oh, okay. Is that what that is? I, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, man, I was super into the Mighty Mighty Bostones in this time. <laughs> uh, for the listener that, that is unaware, uh, I was in a ska band uh, right. for about five minutes. Right. Uh, <laughs> is that Luke Skywalker? It was Luke Skywalker. Excellent. <laughs> I thought someone was at the front door. It's <laughs> like, did 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 she come over? <laughs> like you told her not to. Nope, that is just my cat. That's spectacular. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I was I was super into to ska and the mighty mighty boss tones, and um, I had a friend uh, right around this time who had seen them like thirty times in concert. What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but they were only around for like six months, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they have quite an extensive discography, <laughs> and have only broken up this past year. Oh wow! Okay, or two years ago because of again vaccine reasons. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> Dickie Barrett wrote a song that was anti-vaccine. Awesome. Classy. Destroyed a band. <laughs> it's okay. He's touring with Clapton now. I heard. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <clears throat> and, and that wasn't even her favorite band. Really? Yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> was? I shudder to ask who her favorite band was. Duran Duran. Oh, okay. All right. 
She, okay. She once drove naked through Dayton to get Duran Duran tickets. That's interesting. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Was that a radio yep. thing? Okay. <clears throat> Got arrested. Wow. I vaguely remember hearing about something like that. Yep. Was that here? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Friends with that lady. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, after the fact, but... Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, she she went on, like, the Montel Williams show. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're running interesting circles, Eric. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just you and Jason. Yay. Aw, that's nice. <laughs> it is, actually. I like it. I prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clueless. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I I guess I'm glad I saw this spider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are we doing good? Are you glad you saw this or could you have died without ever having seen it? So what we're doing right now? <laughs> you know, maybe I could have died without ever seeing it. <laughs> but I didn't hate it. Okay. Uh, it was. It was. It, it definitely has funny moments in it. Like you know, I, I laughed out loud numerous times. I I will say that, as with probably a lot of things, I laughed harder because you were laughing. Aww. <laughs> uh, but like, but also, you know, I did find them generally funny. Like when Dan tells Brittany Murphy to get out of his seat. Yes, that was so funny. <laughs> I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> oh man, he's a he's a ninja in this movie. He's great. Uh, he he is an MVP. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it's it, 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 your mileage may vary. I'll stick with that. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, is anything anything making you happy this week? Um, uh, no. Okay. Not unhappy, but just just I'm on autopilot. That's fair. Yeah, it's uh, the end of the year. It it is. Just yeah. gotta get through. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, my my girlfriend had surgery. Couple, you know. I mean, by the time the listener hears this a couple weeks ago. Uh, so, you know, she and I are both, as I mentioned, crippled. Right. Uh, so I haven't seen her, talked to her almost every day, though. So, you know, that's that's something. Uh, but I, you know what? I do have something that's been making me happy. Okay. Uh, just last weekend, I decided, you know what? I have not watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine in a while. Uh you and I uh, watched uh, uh, Pop Star and the uh, Bash Brothers experience a couple weeks ago. Right. Uh, and then uh, about a week after that, I, I made my girlfriend watch them both. <laughs> <laughs> and and she and I were talking about uh, Andy Samberg in general. And then I've, I told her like what I've told you basically is that like I used to hate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it was just accidentally catching an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, that just really started my, my turnaround on him. Uh, and so I think it was mostly just SNL that I hate. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what it was for me as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, you know, is, uh, is an opinion that still stands. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she mentioned... Because uh, before her surgery, she went down to Florida uh, to visit her sister, uh, and apparently, I guess they watched a clip of from Brooklyn Nine Nine of uh, Andy Samberg, uh, you know, Jake Peralta, yeah, uh, and like a police lineup making people sing. And yes, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she said that was hilarious. <laughs> that I was, want it that way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> uh, so I was like, man, I should watch that. So last week I decided I was going to start watching it again, and I've been burning through them. Nice. Uh, and it is such a goddamn joy. Yeah. Uh, and I posted this on Twitter. Raymond Holt is the best character in television <laughs> history. <laughs> he is really wonderful. He truly is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so that is uh, what has been bringing me joy this past week. That's great. <laughs> That's great. What about you, sir? Um, hmm. 
<laughs> I watched the new season of White Lotus. Okay. I, I've not seen any of that. It was, it was, uh, it's a weird show. Okay. It's, uh, Mike White, uh, created. No? No, no idea? No. Enlightened? Did you ever watch that? No? Nope. Okay. School of Rock? Nope. I think you wrote that, maybe? Okay. Nope. Um, but yeah, White Lotus is a, a show about, uh, basically just terrible people go to a resort, uh, and <laughs> the, that's, there have been two seasons, um, and, and each season follows a different location of this White Lotus resort okay. line. Um, and the whole season is the week that the people spend from when they get there to when they leave. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's it's a deeply strange show. Alrighty. Uh, I feel tense while I'm watching it. <laughs> Uh, but in a, like, really good way. Right. Like, I, I am, I am fascinated by it. And the performances are great, and the, the most recent season was fantastic. So. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably, I, I binged that over the weekend. And that's probably the thing that has, that has brought me, brought me a measure of joy this, this week. Alright. And being Santa. Uh, at a holiday party today it was really fun too. <laughs> You're very Santa-like. <laughs> you, you do have a big boisterous laugh. Uh, you have a beard. Uh, mm-hmm. You often wear red. I do. You're wearing red right now. I know. Well, the flash, you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, with a white undershirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you might be Santa. I think I might be. I fucking love being Santa. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so nice. <laughs> I feel like I, I, you know, once I'm old enough, I feel like I have a, a plan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I want to just sidebar. Uh, completely almost off topic. Okay. It's, it's Santa related, I okay. guess. Okay, gotcha. I was uh, done with my stuff anyway, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, I'll allow it, but watch yourself, counselor. You know, uh, you know for us, uh, Christmas is about a week and a half away here. Right. Um, uh, my, my lady friend uh, was, was complaining because, uh, you know, her kids, you know, they're, they're school age, you know, and, uh, and so they have to listen to, you know, all their friends talk about Elf on the Shelf. Oh, fuck Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> My feelings, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and hers as well. Excellent. Uh, I knew I liked her. <laughs> and and so she had to explain uh, to her kids why they don't have an Elf on the Shelf. And so she told them, I guess possibly one might construe as a bad mom way. Okay. Uh, that... Uh, the kids who have Elf on the Shelf are bad kids who need to be constantly watched. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Elf on the Shelf is a fucking narc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, she she says, you know, as long as you're good kids, then we don't uh, need to have an Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. Uh, and she also, you know, then went off on like a little rant about Christmas in general. Okay. <laughs> which, you know, um, for her is probably way more stressful than it is for me as, as she has children. And uh, I don't have to give anyone anything. Right. I don't like anyone and they all know I'm poor. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listener, I made, I made puppy dog eyes. You did. <laughs> and I didn't no. give a shit. I don't, ex- I don't expect anything at all from anyone. <laughs> Um, but she was saying, you know, like for her kids, what she does is, you know, uh, you know, she buys, you know, like presents or whatever, you know, but, but like the cheap shit or like socks. Sure. You know, those are all from Santa. Like the PS5 that's from mom and dad. Of course. You know? Yeah. That makes total sense. Right. Why should Santa get credit for that? Exactly. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? We should take it a step further. Uh, you know, give them like a whittled horse <laughs> and say that's from Santa. <laughs> the only gifts you get from Santa are the shit that you see like fucking elves building like in a workshop. Yeah. They aren't making a PS5. That's true. They're making something with very few moving parts. Yeah. <laughs> that can possibly cause splinters. <laughs> a lot of people ask me for cars today. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I mean, there were adults. Oh, okay. The people that I saw were adults. Yeah, so. well, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> I told him I'd see what I could do. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make anyone any promises. All right, all right. That I recall. <laughs> Santa has no recollection of that conversation. Santa sees a lot of people. So, so nobody asked you to like, you know, bring back their like dead mom or anything no, like that. No, no, thankfully, no. <laughs> I was not asked to repair any relationships. Good. <laughs> oh, I'm barely barely keeping myself together. Kids. I mean, I was gonna say, you know, that that's you know, <laughs> like like I can't imagine how you would have handled that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, and wh- why? Why is Santa crying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Santa's had a rough year. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, uh, do you have a movie in mind for next week? I do. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, as I panicked before we went into the show. <laughs> Uh, but, but it is a movie that, uh, I, I, I don't know if you've watched already or not, but, but it is fairly new, like within the last week or oh, so. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, came out on Netflix. Uh, it is, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I have not watched that. Uh, I, I know that I'm, I'm still keeping apparently on the animation, uh, stream here, but, uh, I, I really want to see it. And I, I think I would otherwise forget that it existed within a week. <laughs> If I didn't sort of uh, put it down on paper. Right. Yeah, no, I I really want to see that as well. So I I would love to watch that with you. All righty. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. (laughs) Uh, uh, Next week. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Happy belated Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.